1: Thanks for hanging out with us on Kelly and Romeo. We appreciate your time and appreciate that you want to listen in on the fabulous conversations that we have. Once a month, we have conversations that we love with Young Wong, and she's our freelance journalist. She brings us insightful things, and sometimes it gets really personal, so let's bring her on.
2: Hi, I'm Yang Wang, I'm a blogger, disability advocate, and immigrant social innovator. Join me to explore challenges and changes in our community on Kelly and Remia.
1: We appreciate uh, the sentimentality that you bring to these segments and particularly to our holiday show because last year you wrote a poem that you shared with us on our holiday uh, Kelly and Remia show the, the one that we go off to the break with and we loved it I don't think we got a chance to debrief that poem with you at least not on air so Can you tell us a little bit more about this poem that you wrote and recited it was around your birthday? So what's the story?
2: It's actually, I wrote it exactly on the evening of my birthday. Oh, yeah. So that's several, several years ago. Um, that, that was a very special birthday for me, uh, 43rd birthday. Um, so the poem is about my um, feel, about my middle age. So basically a tranquil um, state of mind. Uh, looking back and facing the days ahead. Um, It's special because that birthday was the last one I celebrated uh, with both of my parents and my Mm -hmm. kids. Um, Yeah, I I can still remember the evening. I I dragged the portable chalkboard to the kitchen where it was very bright. And I started to draft the poem, and my parents um, were a few stairs down in their room chatting with each other. And uh, now and then I would talk to them, and my kids were upstairs, uh, probably doing homework or playing games. Um, it it was so peaceful, a uh, very ordinary moment in a family, um, and you would. Like a, you would not think about it, or would think it would last forever, but uh, later that year, uh, my father passed away, uh, out of uh, emphysema. Um. So, it we were very close to each other, and it took me a few years to come out of it, but but I come out of it stronger.
0: Wow. Well, and it's. It's hard. You deal with it, and people say, "Well, yeah, you, you lose someone. that toughens you up and stuff like that." But we're not just talking that. Where you lose somebody you respect, you love that you you know your your parent. I'm kind of curious, specifically in your opinion, how how do you feel you became stronger? Uh,
2: sorry. Like, the uh, voice is getting very small. I oh, sorry. Really... Yeah, yeah, maybe
0: my sound it's, dropped it's on you a little, little bit. Sorry. Right? That's okay. Sorry. I, uh, ha, 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 let me try. He was, was just sorry
1: asking me.
0: um us see if oh, something's going yeah. on. Now
1: it's, Is that it's a better. better? Okay, okay. okay. There we go.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I was asking, I was saying that, you know, obviously, it, we lose a parent or somebody significant in our family and some will say, "Oh, that toughens you up. Uh, of course you're going to be that way." Well, we know Everyone is individual. And when you talk of being stronger, how do you feel? How would you define in what areas did you become stronger?
2: Yeah, well, I became more patient with my other family members, with Mm. people I care about, because I realized, you know, how, you know, we got to cherish the things we have for the moment, the people we have with us for the moment. Um, and also, I came to uh, understand more about the meaning of life, and once I understand a little bit more about the meaning of life, I became less fearful, fearful I mean fearful um uh, about death um. Yeah, because in the last three years of uh, in his life, my father and mother they stayed with me, so we took care of each other, and I witnessed that uh, process, like a dwindling of their light of life. Mm. It, it was painful that process, uh, and sometimes I would ask myself, like, uh, "What is the meaning of life?" Especially when you get like very old and weak, um, like after his passing, I I you know really really um, understand I understand it. Like no matter how fragile or weak the uh, life is, life itself is meaningful. So it's the time we spend together and the feelings we have for each other. They all are interwoven into our lives, so we became uh, part of each other's life. But that's probably why we feel so painful when our loved ones die. Yeah,
0: of course.
2: We actually, yeah, we actually lose part of our life. Uh, so it's very painful. Sure. Yeah, and only after experienced those painful moments mm. um I I became more understanding when people lose their family members, I can really understand what they're going like uh, going through um yeah, it's uh and I fear fear less about that because I, I remember the moment I I felt so much consoled. When I saw my father, you know, returned to the arms of Mother Nature, and in the following um, fall, I went to a tree planting event in Toronto. And when my uh, pat, when my hands getting you know dirty, like when I planted yeah, into
0: the soil. the
2: soil, yeah, the soil, I felt uh, I felt a connection. So in that moment, life, death, the nature, and ourselves—we're all in one. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's um it's magic. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's like a circle that you came, but because, like you say, the returning to earth, boy, that lightning mm-hmm. connection that you would have had with your dad, but with, um, it's almost a realization, right? And, right. and I don't know. I can't speak for you, but a comfort because you feel that. Yes, because you know
2: yes. he's still with you. Yes, it's uh, like we are part of the nature. I'm not religious, but at the moment, I I feel like there's some spirit. You know, we all get connected. Of course, you know uh, it, it, that's something. Mm-hmm. It it's yeah, because grief is so
1: complicated, young, and we can never, as Kelly says, you can never fully understand. Um, but we can empathize and we can relate to the fact that it's an up-and-down journey. It's a roller coaster. Mm. And depending on what kind of a dynamic or relationship this person brought to you, and as you said, Kelly, in terms of realization, sometimes you have the most frustrating times with people while they're alive. And then uh, after their passing, you go through the complexities of not having that person in your life anymore. So there's all these aspects of coming to terms, right? And it can be very complex. You had a moment on a bus um, that, that really hit you hard, Young
2: yes that's the following mother's day i was uh, on the bus and listening to uh, CBC radio and it was a segment um, on sunday audition sunday edition uh it is called uh, dead mom talking Uh, it's a daughter's imagined uh, conversations with her dead mother who was a writer and I especially remember the, the daughter said to the mother, uh, I knew I'd miss you, but what I didn't know was I would miss you so much. Yeah. And the mother the mother told the daughter uh, something like, um, I, I know you will be able to carry on and live a good life. Um, I have this trust in you. Uh, I have this confidence in you because I have left the best thing in you. So sitting there, I, I couldn't help with my tears. Um, but I-, I found great comfort in what the mother said to the daughter because it was so true and so uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. when whenever I have a friend yeah. who uh loses that their uh, family members i would always want to share this wisdom well something
1: um, that so that... many of us can relate to right in the aspect of mm-hmm. you wish you had one more conversation with your loved ones before they left or something along mm-hmm. those lines mm-hmm. and it can really hit you hard that way
0: well and there's also the mm-hmm. blessing that you, if you're lucky you yeah. do get those best parts of your of your mom, your dad, or mm. the the people you love and care about and respect the most. You know, unfortunately, sometimes we pick up bad things, bad habits, or whatever. Or from somebody them, will point out, just
1: like mom in this exactly, way. Exactly, yeah. like,
0: and sometimes it's not so flattering. No. But I think a lot of time for them, especially in your dad's situation, um, in this mom's situation, things like that from the CBC story, you know, that parent they see it, and of they course. know. What is the wonderful... And they have the things that they admire and have got from you because it is a a total return and an exchange, in my opinion.
2: And you talked about uh, bad things, good things. I Like before my father passed, I I was thinking, oh, if my father was a little bit, you know, worse to me, then probably after, you know, he died, (laughs) I would feel... A little bit better, but I I found out that was actually a, a kind of a stupid thinking because I found out it's it's the good time we spent together. Yeah. It's the yes. very yes. good things. I remember that that was most comforting. Mm. Yeah, so, awesome. so, so spend with family members. <laughs> To have good time as much as possible. Well, and and it's an important (laughs) reminder, I guess,
1: this time of year when so many of us are really just joking around and putting out there that, oh, God, you know, how are we going to spend so much time with our families? Ah,
0: but. Mm, And uh, lonely. And there are those those who are lonely on the other side of the stick. Exactly.
1: The people who don't have um, what we can cherish for those of us who do have our loved ones with us. So, Young, you wanted to finish off the show with another poem that you wrote.
2: Yes, yes. Um, I, I wrote this at the uh, at a uh, poetry workshop uh, organized by CNIB this September. Um, and uh, yeah, well, when I wrote it, I, I thought of uh, my parents and my kids. So it is inspired by a poem, um, Where I'm From, by an American female poet, uh, George Ella Lyon. Um, Here we go. (laughs) It's my version. I'm from the sun when its light touches the grass and the blossoms. I'm from the sea when a blue whale lands on its deepest floor softly. I'm from a fire when its flames dance to the sky up and high. I'm from you, my love. When our
0: lives become one. So that is so
1: wonderful, Young. Thank you so much for sharing.
0: Yes. We
1: thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed... it. Thank you. We thoroughly enjoyed the poem last year. And we're really looking forward to the one you submitted for this year as well. See, a teaser to the holiday show. Sorry, your last words.
2: Yeah, I I want to uh, give this segment to my friend who who lost uh, her her mother mm. recently. Yeah, this is the inspiration for me to do this. Okay. Uh in this time of year we celebrate you know life, laughter, but many of the uh, many of us have tears to bear. Yeah. So laughter or tears they're all part of our life and all deserve
1: us to remember. Thank you. Thank you for sharing it with us and thank you for um, being, you know, so loving and thinking about things in these ways around the festivities. Appreciate your time, Young. Have a good rest of your year. We'll catch you back in 2024. Yep. Bye.
2: Bye. Happy holidays.
1: Bye. Young Wong joins us once a month. She's our freelance journalist. She's also a blogger and advocate. She's got a lot going on and she's a poet. So you will get to hear some of her poetry on the Friday show. The last show, the live show before we head into the holidays, so look forward to that. After the break, we have Voices, the last one of the year, and Voices is a monthly segment we have where we love to talk to you about your passions, put you on the soapbox. We'll be back with that conversation with our CEO and President of AMI, David Arrington, on Kelly and Rumia.
0: It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute.